Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What is going on and welcome to another episode of the Urban Pitch Podcast, the beautiful game of life, part of the Believe Network. I'm Ramsey Abushala, editor of UrbanPitch.com. I'm in the studio with my uh, the co-executive directors of Vibes. We got Julio Matarosa and Bridget Flores. Uh, a little, little bit of cozy vibes today on the couch. Yeah, cozy vibes. Uh, we're switching up the set a little bit because um, we got our first Zoom guests in the new studio. Um, That's right. We're excited for this one. Only illustrious guests on the show. Um, tonight, we have the For the Culture podcast, a.k.a. FTC UTD. Um, they do incredible stuff in, in, in all things soccer and soccer culture. Um, uh, we got our guys Devin Pugh and TK Edmondson. What, what's going on, y'all? What's going on, guys? Happy to be here. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, likewise. Us. Likewise. It's happy to be here to, uh, to collaborate and share our, our thoughts. And, uh, you know, it's nice to do these new ventures. So we're happy to be here. Yeah, definitely. We're doing this podcast for the culture, so I can't get away without saying that joke. I'm not to do it. I'm sorry, guys. He's still in the flow. I'm so sorry, guys. I was itching since I knew you guys were coming, so we're doing this for the culture. He had that planned. He had that planned out. He's been waiting for that. Oh, a whole week. Uh, so, so I guess we could start things off just um, giving a quick uh, background of, of for the culture, um, how how you, both of you guys got um, involved with the with the with the podcast um and just um what, what what y'all like like to cover and and everything like that uh well i guess i'll, I I'll jump in. yeah um this is really kind of the brainchild of of grego and um i actually came along a year later i was um we're all mutual atlanta united friends uh well at least the most of us are atlanta united supporters um so just kind of being local i i kind of like was slowly activating and seeing Grego on my radar because it was like we all knew of another but didn't know each other. <clears throat> and Grego, Tony, and Rashad and Ringo kind of really spun it off from the get-go back in uh, 2018 after our initial season at uh, Atlanta United. And uh, from that first season, they just knew me as the the guy with the huge flag and the section next to them. <laughs> uh, that was just kind of like my role um, just in like the community. But um, yeah, it just, it took off. Uh, Grego invited me on um, and then we just kind of never stopped after that. Um, Ringo has since left and uh, Tony's got uh, more demanding roles uh, along with Rashad as well. Um, and Devin, uh, you know, joined with us about a year ago. So it's just been a, a slow development of just adding more people to the culture, uh, getting more perspectives um, and expanding, you know, because of, uh, Devin's in, uh, in DC. So just kind of like broadening the net and trying to out, you know, expand our outreach and things like that. Yeah. And, and both of you guys are, are, are new fathers too, right? Yeah, <laughs> I am. Uh, Congratulations. A, a little over a month. I think Devin's like two days behind me, basically. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I think, yeah, literally he had his daughter one day and then mine came, I think literally the, the day after or so. Oh. So, <laughs> so yeah, the, the model that I've been saying uh, for the past six weeks or so, as I've just been operating on vibes and caffeine. So. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, congratulations to the both of you. Definitely. But now you can play the Atlanta United song. We ready. Uh. <laughs> you know, funny thing about that song is, um, 
I played that in high school because uh, I was I was uh, I have a music degree. I've been a, like a music nerd for forever, um, but we played that song in high school. So it was one of the things that translated to me for Atlanta United. Once you know the team got up and running, and we started to develop our own chants, I was like, oh yeah, this this feels right at home. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag, that's betonline.ag, to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. No, definitely, and you see a lot of the, uh, a lot of the, Atlanta artists going to the game as well. I saw Big Boy, even Kanye West made a made a guest appearance with the mask at one point. So yeah, yeah. so you, you get <laughs> to see a lot of these Atlanta rappers going back. Monica, so Waka Flocka was Waka Flocka. Yeah. yeah, so it's always great to see like bringing hip hop and and football together is always it always it always amazes me because growing up I remember see, knowing that as an immigrant sport nobody really in the culture knew about it but the the, the sons of immigrants. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's very nice to see. It's a uh, it's relaxing to my to myself. Mm. <laughs> of course, yeah. definitely. Yeah, you mentioned your music. You're a music nerd too. Um, uh, Julio actually sent me the episode where you were on the ones and twos for the podcast. Um, that to me that was crazy. Like that just set a, a whole 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 different vibe. Vibe. How did how did that come about? Well, um, I think Gregor dubbed me that nickname at some point in time. Um, but yeah, I, um, I've got a, a music degree in a performance. Uh, I play saxophone, like jazz sax for a long time. And uh, I was in a reggae band for about seven or eight years. Oh, wow. Because um, I was going to go get my master's degree in engineering so I can, you know, work in a studio, like mm. the formal, you know, I could be Kanye's producer, you know, whatever. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, um, he's looking for one right now. <laughs> like, like, just, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> looking for a little bit of everything. Yeah. 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 He might, he might, LinkedIn might be a great move right now. Man, you t- show me one person who's got a job off of LinkedIn and I want to shake their hand. Mm, that's Here you go. <laughs> You're, you got a job on LinkedIn? Yeah. That's crazy, man. I got my last one. Never... Oh, wow. Uh, hey, that's too that's two of us. That's two of us. <laughs> They're proving you wrong, TK. Are you, are, you, are you serious? Yes. Oh my God. This is amazing. Yeah, bro. This was meant to be. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I've never, it's like, I, I have a LinkedIn. I remember I, I went to an event like two couple weeks ago and somebody asked for my LinkedIn. I was like, ooh, let me give you my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you go on, yeah, you go on LinkedIn and you see like those uh, crazy, like, uh, business influencer type. Uh, um, I, there's like that that one meme, right? Where it's like, uh, you know, uh, I, I saw a guy on the side of the road, and it turns out, you know, he was the guy I was interviewing. You know, that 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 type of crazy, yeah. like wild, made up story. Wait, that is your distance right now? Like we just said, we got a job from LinkedIn. No, 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 no. What I'm <laughs> saying is that my, my like experience. That's that's yeah, right. Stories. It's like okay, yeah. that did not happen, bro. Like you are not like uh, that's crazy, but. That's my LinkedIn experience, but I mean, shout out to you guys getting employed <laughs> hey, you know on LinkedIn, man. That's 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 uh, next level stuff. 
You gotta add. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> it's all about what you know. Um, it's not. It's all about who you know, not what exactly. you know. Exactly. The, the there you go. Yeah. Y'all gotta Definitely connect. Go. Add each other. <laughs> you gotta connect with CEOs, not the regular people. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I'm joking. It's true. You we're, gotta we're connect with them on LinkedIn. So when you actually meet them in person, like, hey, yeah, I, know you, like, hey, I saw you? your post two days ago. That's like, next level thinking right there. He's like, there yeah, you go. I got you. Yeah, it's free game brain. today. Free that's game. Galaxy today. brain. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah. So I mean, obviously. So I, I guess we can get into what um, there's this thing been going on in the last couple of weeks. The the World Cup. Um, that thing? Yeah, yeah, you know. Right now? Um, yeah, yeah, it's been going on. Uh, you might have heard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, obviously, that's been you know the dominant, uh, the dominating story of, um, um, in 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 the game so far um, the last few weeks. But um, I guess we could start with uh, the U.S. men's national team because um, that's been that was kind of a contentious, not contentious, but like. Um, uh, there's a lot of debate going back and forth uh, over, you know, what was going to happen, who, how far we were going to get. Um, what are, what are y'all's thoughts on um, the performance overall on um, uh, how, how we did um, or how, how the U S did? I say, I say we, but, um, <laughs> and, 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 and was a sub. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm a fan. I mean, when it like comes Gio down to got in. <laughs> right. um, so take it away, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> No, um, yeah, so we actually did an episode once the roster dropped, um, kind of evaluating everything, and then we actually just did an episode um, uh, about last week sometime, just kind of, you know, reviewing everything the USA did as well. Um, I guess, you know, kind of starting from the beginning, the, the biggest issues, I guess we had some questions about the roster, of course, um, and, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. I remember a big... Um, uh, you know, a statement I, I say I said on the when the roster dropped. Um, I think I would have preferred an out of form Jordan Pfock compared to an in form Jordan Morris, mm -hmm. and it you can kind of see <laughs> that you know I don't I don't want to say play the lottery or anything like that, but you know that that need for that number nine spot was really really um it was really needed and we have we do have developed number nines that we just didn't call up so it was a um so you can see where it was needed um very much and I guess the the whole big controversy i guess surrounding the team is of course with Gio Reyna mm -hmm. um man played 50 minutes yeah. total of the world cup of world cup soccer so is my my biggest thing was like if he's injured just go out and say that right. you know like don't don't you know beat around the bush oh he's gonna do this he's gonna do this all this and like no don't worry we're gonna play him but then he doesn't play yeah. um because he's clearly a game changer when he does play i do think um shoving him on in the second half against the netherlands was definitely too little too late for sure and um, he never really was able to get um, into the game, for sure, I would say. So um, overall, um, I think we did what we were expected to do. Um, I won't say that, you know, our time in Qatar was a failure. I think we did what we were expected to do and i think that was as far i think that was what our ceiling was mm. now coming for next world cup in 2026 when it's here in our turf um i think the expectation is going to be a little bit higher 
and uh, we'll see what happens then. But for this time, um, I think we we showed what we can do, um, especially being out um, in 2018 to come back. And I think overall, I, like I said, I think we achieved our ceiling for, mm. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would have taken a, a, a out of shape P-fuck over at Haji. I think Haji came in and did nothing. Um, so no, no, okay. So so <laughs> I'm I'm glad you brought this up. So Julio gave me gave me a look when you mentioned when you mentioned PFOC. Um and I think he we got in an argument about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a couple of we we, we had an episode about the roster as well. We we got into an argument. My big thing was uh, to me it was crazy that Jordan Morris saw the field. I didn't think there was any yeah. chance. I thought they brought him on, you know, as a dude who had experience, um, guy, a guy that can like you know. Uh, just be that kind of presence in in, in uh, you know the, the the locker room or whatever. But uh, that was crazy to me when I saw he he got time in. Um, but my whole thing was people were arguing over you know guys like uh, Ferreira. Um, Ferreira uh, saw the field too. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Uh, but but guys like Ferreira, P. Fuck, um, and, and Pepe, and like the the striker position was like the the big point of contention going in. And my my argument was that you know for a team that's built to to play to make it out of the group and make it to the to round of 16 right four games the like backup second string third string striker isn't like a huge like the, i mean of course every player matters but like the percentage of the arguments that were going up was just way too high but i thought reina was going to i i mean i thought it was going to be uh, Pulisic, Wea, and Reyna as the front three. And, you know, maybe we would see uh, Sargent, maybe we would see um, Haji Wright, maybe we'd even see Brendan Aronson up front. Um, so to, to, to me, I didn't even think that, like, Ferreira um, or, or uh, Morris would, would even see the field. And so I was kind of surprised with, with, with that. Um, but I, I definitely agree with what you said. You know, the, the ceiling was there. It was everybody. I mean, I, I don't think we disappointed anyone. Maybe, you know, there are certain things here and there that people might have wanted to see. But yeah, I, I didn't think Shaq Moore was deserved to be in the roster. He went in for, he probably played like two games. In both games, I think he said, sorry, like 70 times. Every time he touched the ball. Uh, <laughs> uh, he was like, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. You're, this sorry. guy's like, always focused on the negative, bro. How many bad balls can you get in like half a game? <laughs> Ahead, and Zimmerman tried to give that through ball like 30 times and never went in. So like, <laughs> it, it, it was it was a long Saturday for me, as you can tell. <laughs> I, I I resonate with that. Um, I I'm a little bit of a harsher critic on I think the players that I favor, even my team Chelsea, and I think of my my viewpoint of football. I think that's just kind of who I am actually at my core, honestly. Um, and I, and I try to work through that with my communication styles, but mm. <laughs> um, I, I kind of have little tolerance for the US in general. And, and I am American, um, I was born in Florida, but I spent a lot of time, I was raised in England. So I, I kind of root, root for the colonizers as well. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the point I, I guess I'm really trying to get to is it, it just frustrated the shit out of me um, with like Haji and just, like I was like really wanting to see Ferrer on the field. I feel like he could have been someone who given time could have, you know, been a bully to the back line. Mm. And then that, you know, gives our other guys, our wingers, some room to move, things like that. 
Um, I'm not too big on US agent either. Um, to be totally <laughs> frank. But, clarify, um, clarify who that is for, for the people who might not know, because that's you, that, that's your name for for a certain uh, US a certain men's national team player. Team. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, it, and it's indicative of his personality. Uh, and this is actually uh, Grego dubbed this as well. So a lot of the the, cool, the great superlatives that we have are, do come from him. But I mean, it is totally befitting if you are anyone who has watched Captain America Marvel movies, <laughs> you, you you know that. Captain America is not his personality, but, mm. um, and I think as a culture, you know, thing, it's like, I want to see different faces and not just one face as the, to represent the nation. Cause mm-hmm. it don't look like me, first mm-hmm. of all. Mm-hmm. So I'm just Definitely. like, uh, the cringe factor, A, and I can go on and on. Yeah. But from the, you know, the tactical side, wanting to see the U S players succeed and, um, you know, have that success on the field, get to a place where they, they haven't been, um, or at least where we were not expecting them to land. Um, and exceed expectations in that manner. I think we really could have done some different things with the lineup. Um, Devin really called it with the PFOC thing. Um, Jordan Morris, like his time, honestly, was two years ago, but he got that horrible injury and that put him down. He should have had to transfer to Europe. Uh, I feel like we did a pod on that. Um, And yeah, it would just really been nice if uh, Sargent would have... uh, not got not hurt, hurt you know yeah. Yeah. i think his hold up play from the previous match was was enough to get us across the line had he been able to play for uh the match against the netherlands um some things like that and and the, obviously the the reina i think he needed to start to to feel confidence to feel Definitely. belief i feel like he's one of those players that you have to like it, he, at, at dortmund it's like i feel like that's a club where the managers are always like very much channeling the players to like play to you know express themselves and so he's serving up holland and i feel like people have kind of already forgot about that now that he's at city and it's like man if we have that on the field like it's not just u.s agent who makes those passes to to way to score those goals you know and i think we have an opportunity for more players to score goals that you know aren't even sexy just 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 get the ball (laughs) in the net (laughs) yeah i I, i'll I also think Julio's still mad at uh, Jordan Morris for torching LAFC. Yeah, he, he did that to us. Uh, so. Hate that <laughs> guy. But uh, going back to like positive notes, you want me to be positive. Robinson, a stud. Yeah. Tyler Adams. Tyler. That guy's my favorite player of all times at this point. Yeah. The minute, like, because like when I play, I'm, I'm, I, get, I, get, I get a little angry sometimes. And Tyler Adams brings that greediness that I like. Because they always say, like, we try to play nice. No, Tyler Adams is that guy. Mm-hmm. Won every ball, fought every ball. Got in anybody's face. He didn't care if you were Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo. I don't know. We didn't play against him, but like, he didn't care who you were. He was gonna go to your face. Musa, that guy, another guy that like, what a stud. And then I thought McKenney was not 100% in shape, but that like we've talked about this. I believe I believe in that guy as is not Pulisic is cool. He has a sexy name. Has that Chelsea <laughs> behind him. But like, if McKenney is the main guy of the team, mm. and. Pulisic isn't even that cute. Like, and he's like a basic representation of any white man that you see out here. And he's not even tall. So, and I'm going to say. Shout out to my Caucasians. <laughs> we appreciate yeah, y'all, but it ain't it. Um, anyway, <laughs> I will say, though, TK, I resonated with what you were saying about the whole, like, U.S. thing. Because I grew up very, like, anti, not anti-American, but like anytime World Cup came around, I was Mexico all the way. Like, I, I don't mm. know who the U.S. is. Like, that's, I'm not associated. This is the first World Cup where I've actually like paid attention to the U.S. games and to the U.S. team. 
And I think that I will give credit where credit's due. I think that overall as a team, they were they did they did great. I think that they met, um, like Devin said, like the expectations we had for them. They didn't surpass it, but they 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 exceeded what we knew was gonna be there because they're such a young team and they also they have the potential to be better for the next World Cup. Mm. Um but I did appreciate just like the leadership and the, the representation Tyler Adams had as captain and for like the U.S. as a nation. I think that especially in these times right now, like that says so much without even having to say it, like just who he is as a person, like as a player and just like his way of like his persona, I think met, meant a lot in many ways. And I appreciated that. And like those were the the players that stood out that yeah. to me that I appreciated and like I looked up to and I was like, all right, I fuck with them. Like I could get Tyler Adams jersey or a McKin you know, McKinney jersey, mm. but not not no. not US agent. No, but, no. Uh, but back, back to going back to this, uh I think we met the expectations that Greg put for us. Mm. It wasn't that we met the expectations of the US. I think we made the expectations of the of the roster that Greg put. First of all, I'm not a fan of Greg. I feel like you gave a Prius owner a Ferrari and he didn't know how to drive it. So uh we, we met the expectations of what Greg put for us. Like, that guy, I just heard rumors of him coming back. Yeah, And it no. cringed me. So he's, he's in talks right now. They're talking about uh, extending no. him. What are, but, but first, let's get, because we've, we've talked about Greg, um, Triple G, on, on, on the show for hey, a little bit. Cool, but, hey, shoe game is strong. Yeah, shoe game I is strong. I feel like that's just him put it, trying to put himself out there. Yeah. Like, we're still not going <laughs> to. But, but what, what are your thoughts on, on, on Burhalter and, and the job he's done since uh, he's taken over with the, with the USMNT? Um, yeah, no. Um, first and foremost, the shoe game is a one. <laughs> um, my my thing is always if you're very flashy up front, what are you trying to hide? Uh -huh. You know, you you, ha you, you have something flashy because you're trying to distract somebody from some something else for sure. He's compensating for um, something, is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> um, do I do I hate Triple G? I don't hate Triple G. I think. Um, He's 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 a young coach, you know what I'm saying? I think he still needs time. Um, I don't think I don't think he did anything to lose his job, but you know what I'm saying? Like I would definitely still kind of have that that next up coach in the hunt, you know, start training him. Um, do I give him a contract extension? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um and we'll see if he learns from you know from his mistakes. He was clearly um, out coached um, against the Netherlands, yep. and Louis Van Gaal even came out and said it like yeah. this man didn't change his tactics. <laughs> so he was, he was explicit you know. about that. He said no, and he said yeah, like they lost. So, they lost tactically. They didn't lose like the players were. They had a great team. They just didn't make no tactical changes. Yeah, exactly. So you know it's you can clearly see the difference in experience from a coach like Van Howe and a coach mm -hmm. like Bearhalter, right? You can see that, that, you know, that difference there. Um, so give the man some time, you know, let them do play in some more competitive matches outside of CONCACAF. I'm hearing that they're trying to um, throw the USA into the Copa America yeah. next year, I believe, That'll or be something sick. like that. So yeah, that's going to be great. That's going to be a great litmus test, I'll say, for you know, for not only us but for him as a coach to expand and grow. Um, so yeah, did I? You know, is he? He's a young coach. I think he still has a lot to learn. And um, 
you know, I'll I'll give him this time to to I'll give him a chance to see what what happens. I don't think Julio agrees. But. No, no, like no, I, like, like, all right. So like the whole it's, it's going back to the Bob Bradley LAFC thing. Like Bob Bradley, I think he's an amazing soccer coach. I really like I really like the way he coaches. But the minute you lose a team, you lose a team, and that was his problem with LAFC. So uh, the, there was a lot of like going on with Gio Reyna. Uh, McBride came out and talked about how they were lying about him being injured. Uh, so like the media wanted to make it a big deal, and I think those little those little points makes you lose a team. And once you lose a team, it's hard to get them back. It's, especially with all this talent, all this ego that we have around. I think that, oh, thank you for this World Cup, but have a great day, sir. <laughs> it's like, uh, I think LA Galaxy is looking for a coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would echo that. Um, for, I think, Burhalter, he he got the job like in a kind of a scummy way. To, or a little nepotism. He, he, a little nepotism. He, he, His cousin yeah. or what? Yeah, like they were. Let's just say they were. They're not gonna hand that job to someone who looks like me or you, uh, mm-hmm. like on a nice platter. Mm-hmm. The way that, that happened. So there's some some mob ties, if you want to say it like that or whatever. <laughs> um, so like I kind of had a chip on my shoulder about him from the from Jump Street. Um, be he lacked the um, the like the, the CV to like justify mm-hmm. his hire. Yeah. yeah. If we're gonna like oh like take out the fact that his brother's in the federation, um, and so it's like. Yeah, he's a young coach, and like he essentially, he he was able to mold this group and kind of create an ethos, and he did a lot of good things for this current squad of the of U.S. Men's National Team players. The thing is, there's the issue with Giorena, and then I think that he's shown us that he's tactically like unequipped and to uh, make adjustments to Definitely. win a game, to to mm-hmm. change a game in the sense of like. When you go into and that's that's it's really what it is. When you a tournament, national team football, like it's high stakes. You have to be able to make that adjustment, and those adjustments have to be impactful. So I think that honestly, he was just out of his depth, and you know, like it was weird the interaction I noticed when the nil nil with Southgate and him on the sideline. Mm. I felt like Southgate was just like, "What great job, man! You." got those guys up to speed man that we couldn't score on you and you couldn't score on us man it's just great yeah. great great match and but then I, I also noticed the way that he was consoling the players but not how the players were reacting to him consoling them um after they lost to the netherlands and it just didn't sit right with me it was just like i don't know if it's all there like if I feel like it was just a, a mere respect thing. And they're like, yeah, you're our, you're our manager. You're our coach. We're, we're going to, you know, we're, we're going to ride this out. Um, but I, I think I'm really of the thought process that you need to have a, a like a, a coach who, who knows what's going on, who has some international pedigree, who's got some, who's won a trophy, just like get some, like I'd hire Tata, you know, and like see mm. what happened or even like, Roberto Martinez, like there's just been tons of names you can throw in the hat that would literally be an instant upgrade on Burhalter. But then the fact that it's just like, I don't think any coach should be there for more than yeah, four that, years, that, one that, cycle. That, that's a good point. That's a great I point. got a name that I want to throw out. Uh, it might kind of come out of left field, but I think he would be great for this team. He knows U.S. soccer. He knows the international game. Thierry Henry. Ooh, interesting. You know, I had, a, I had a buddy who, uh, who who gave that shout like a year ago. Yeah, I think I think he'll be great. First of all, like most of these most of these kids look up to this guy. He played MLS. 
He played in the top. He was a Ballon d'Or, uh, I believe. Uh, won a champ. Won the Champions League with Barcelona. So like, this guy knows the game, knows the international game, but knows the domestic game as well. So I think he would be great for this role. And you see what he, what he did for Belgium. Like, this That's, guy was an assistant coach for almost I think yeah, for yeah. eight years. Yeah. So I think he would be great for the team. That's that's an interesting that's an interesting name to put out because I think he 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 might have struggled a little bit when he was with Montreal, um, but mm-hmm. I'm typically against like hiring big names as coaches that don't have a lot of experience. Like you've seen it with 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 Pirlo, Frank Lampard, all these guys. Lampard. Have, yeah, have 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 <laughs> just you know like uh, the the dudes who struggle right 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 away, but. Henri is a guy who who obviously commands a lot of respect because I mean just of who he is. But yeah. um, back to back to what Devin was saying though, um, like with Burhalter, Julio thinks I'm soft on Burhalter. Super I'm soft, soft, soft <laughs> on him. Hostess. Um, he thinks I'm like, I'm like number one him. number one Burhalter fanboy, which is not true uh, for for the record. Um, he follows the shoe like the shoe face <laughs> about Greg. Like oh look what shoes Greg wore today. We, we got to stop giving him that shoe game. Honestly, <laughs> it, it like, it's a. Too too much. Take away his shoe game. It's performative. What, you know, it's performative. Yeah, but 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 no no no. But what I'm saying, what what I, what I wanted to say is, if you look at it like what he's done, if you, if like you were to take like if you're Burhalter, right, and you're going in for like a performance review for for your job, right, and they they look at you know what you've accomplished, what you need to improve on, you know things that you've done well, things that you haven't done as well. If you're Burhalter, like I think you expect like, look, man, I won a Gold Cup, I won uh, Nations League. Um, I, I got out of the group stage. I qualify for I qualify for the World Cup, which I mean apparently behind is, Canada, which apparently is you know uh, something to uh, an accomplishment, I guess. But, but we did it at the last game, it, right? So so right, yeah. yeah. Like we it, totally with the roster, yeah. yeah. No, yes. no, 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 no. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. No, no. I'm 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 saying that like like as like just something that you'd throw in there. You know what I mean? To like kind of. To boost your, uh, it shouldn't be it, like it should be a given, but it's not. It's Concacaf. You're not right. playing. No, no, no. Brazil. Okay. You're not playing Argentina. Yeah, no, I, I understand that, but you're playing Osabro. I love Osabro. If you're, if you're Burhalter, he ain't that good. He ain't that good. Here they go. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Salvadorian, and like I get like I, I, it frustrates me. But if but you're Burhalter though, and you have you have all that working for you on your resume, I think you expect to get a, a job renewal. And you get a pizza party at the end of the day. But but I. I don't think that, you know, like like what TK was saying, there there are names that would be instant upgrades for, for Burhalter, but the way Steve Nash. I, <laughs> the way the way US soccer operates, the way I've seen US soccer operate, I would not be surprised if he gets that extension. And I mean, when you look at it like at an almost objective level, like he like when it comes to like accomplishments, there hasn't been anything that he's like like, oh, you didn't do this, you didn't do that, you didn't do that. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just been, like, things that could take us to the next level, which I think is necessary, especially come 2026. You but, shouldn't get praised for something you are expected to do. Right. So but, everything he did, he was expected to do. He didn't do anything. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah and, and, like, you got you to gotta qualify, you got to be top two at all times, like, that that's that's your expectations. You're not doing anything special. But he did his job, though. This is what I'm saying. I'm not saying that I don't I don't I, his, I don't think that he should stay on. Also, for the fact that staying on for eight years usually doesn't work out. We've seen it with with uh, in, in previous U.S. men's national team coaches like Klinsman. That second stint didn't didn't work out. I mean, so. But all right, I think Klinsman gets a lot of like on un, unmerited hate because I all right. So 
reverse the roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg got a Ferrari, and all he knew was a Prius. All he knew, uh, Clinton, all he knew was a, was a Ferrari. He got a Prius. <laughs> so, like, he got, he got a lot of bad hate for no reason. That's how I feel. Mm. Yeah. But we could go on for, for We can go on for, yeah. Like, and then I'm going to get right. passionate. I'm going to get yeah. mad. So, hey, what's the next topic? <laughs> <laughs> on to the next. On to the next. <laughs> on to the next. Um, so, I mean, believe it or not, the U.S., even though the U.S. is not in the tournament anymore, there's still World Cup soccer going on. Um, we're in the semis. Um, I believe by the time this comes out, we might be actually past that into the quarter or into the, or sorry, we're in the quarters right now. We'll be into the semis by the time this comes out. But um, what are your what, what, overall thoughts on the current World Cup? There's obviously a lot of contention coming into it um, with it being in Qatar, them getting the whole bid in the first place was, you know, um, um, had its own set of controversy. Like what, what, what was going on there? I mean, we've seen the FIFA documentary um, and all that, but um in terms of how things played out since, um, you know, we, we got to get an on-field product, what, what, what are your overall thoughts on, on how, how things have, have rolled out? Go ahead and I take it down away, TK. No, I, go ahead. Go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, and that's a perfect answer because it's been a, a, a type, of, type of World Cup. <laughs> no, um, honestly, you know, in spite of the controversy, it's always a um, – you know, a dark cloud is always going to be a dark cloud over this tournament, right? Based off of, like you just said, everything that's going on with it. Um, so it's like, you kind of feel bad for watching it. Um, but, you know, at the same time, you know, um, we're very soccer oriented people. So it's like, we can't not watch it, you know? And, um, you know, especially, you know, all the things with women's rights and gay rights and so on, et cetera, especially, you know, me working uh, for a women's team as well. You know, it's kind of um, it's hard to, you know, to be be very supportive of it. But at the same time, um, I've um, I've sat and watched the matches, I think, as just as much as I have in the other World Cup, you know, um, and to that point. Um, we've had some spectacular football on the, on the pitch for sure. Um, from, from day one to, you know, to just yesterday or the day before, since there was no, um, since there was no football, but, um, you know, going from the inner Valencia brace from day one, I think that was such a, a powerful way to kick off the tournament, um, to the beating that, Portugal just put on Switzerland. It's been drama uh, from from day one, and um, you're really starting to see the teams that have um, longevity in the tournament. You're really starting to see the teams that have that depth that'll get through. And um, you know, it's it, I'm very excited for these quarterfinals. You can see the teams that you um, that that were very disappointing to um, to be out of it already. Um, you have your Canada's, you have your Denmark's, you have your Spain's that, you know, your Germany's, yeah. these teams that you know, I can't, I can't believe that aren't, you know, going further than they have. What have you guys been doing um, all this time? Denmark from their success in the Euros to yeah. crashing out in the group stage. Um, Belgium you know, too. Canada is, yeah, Bel- yeah don't oh. even get me started. Oh man, <laughs> that hurt me. I had high expectations from Canada. I thought they were going to do better than me the U.S. Too. I thought they were going to make it out. Yeah. 
I, I think, you know, the expectations for Canada were, were very high, especially once Alfonso Davies really got that goal, you know, that, that first goal for them. I think it was, you know, you were expecting them to really take off and, um, and be competitive, and they just weren't. And it was, uh, it was very disappointing to see that. Um, but I will say um, the team that I called um, from the very beginning, you know, the team that I've been riding with, since since day one um and they just look like they haven't skipped the beat in spite of all their injuries and you were really wondering are they going to how well are they going to do um despite all their injuries and they honestly have not skipped the beat and i'm they're looking so good as france mm, you yeah. can't yeah. um they haven't skipped a single uh, a single beat no. you with all their injuries no benzema no pog but no mm-hmm. conte you know and and here's Mbappe with the I think he's leading the golden boot yeah, right yes, now. Yep. And both both those goals that yesterday, the other day, were spectacular golosos. Oh yeah. They were amazing. I dare you to try to stop these goals. And they look amazing. Giroud breaking the record mm-hmm. for Thierry Henry for the all-time leader. Um they're looking good. I'm I'm I I I was very worried about them at first, but now I think they, they're gonna be there at the end. Yeah, I I think it comes down to Brazil, Argentina. Whoever wins that game go against France. Yeah. But Brazil, Brazil is looking scary, yeah. scary, <laughs> and they're dancing Very after much. after every goal. And it's yeah, amazing. Literally. I think it's great for the World Cup. <laughs> I, I did the chicken yeah, Brazil, dance. Brazil. Um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brazil is a team you can see that they have just crazy depth they can yeah. throw any player into any position and they're still going to perform highly um they're yeah they're 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 they have crazy depth and um i i if i had to pick, make a pick today for the final it would be brazil and france mm. yep. you guys heard it first put some money up he's yeah. accepting all bets uh hey, he's taking a cut though he's taking a cut i'm taking i'm taking five percent i could have sworn brazil i mean sorry france would have been um I mean, they just won it recently, so I was just like, I don't know how much of uh, energy they would they would have come in with, but they came in for it, and, like, they want to win it all, mm. and they might. And, and I also said the same thing. I was like, I think at the end of it, it could be Brazil and France, and that'll be a great game. But at the same time, you never know with the World Cup. It's just crazy. Like, Morocco, I didn't expect them to make this far. They're but you know Portugal. what? You know what what Morocco has with their coach that the U.S. doesn't have, which is back to what you were saying, Devin, is that I think that the coach has a relationship with the Morocco players and just the the fans themselves that moves everybody to feel like, yeah, like we're going to take it all and we're going to go hard and people are underestimating us and we're going to show them who we are. And like, that's what they have done. And they and brought him on after the U S spanked them. Yeah. The, and and, they, and yeah. now it's like a home game for them. Cause like the whole middle East is Yo, supporting them right now. Crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. and please like keep, keep that energy. Yeah. I will say, um, if I, if Morocco and Spain went to penalties, I did say Morocco was going to win. I don't, don't look, don't, don't go play any numbers in the lottery <laughs> that I give you. But I'm just saying, I did call. Yeah, and that was great. Yeah, like Spain came in thinking they won already. Just all vibes. Spain and then was all uh, vibes. Uh, what's his name again? Bono or Bono's the keeper for. But, yeah, Monday. this guy stopped three penalties. First of all, like I'm not gonna say it was a it was a rigged game, but they passed him the ball all three penalties. <laughs> oh man. 
Yeah. Mentioning of a rig game, there I feel there's a little bit of that with the referees in this entire competition. Just in the there's been some okay. No fouls being called. Yeah. And and some inconsistencies. But honestly, I've I, I just witness it when it happens, and I'm like, yep, there it is again. I'm, <laughs> I'm not, like, statistically recording this down so that I can, like, go and bitch about it on a pod later. <laughs> um, but I, 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 there's definitely some funny business going on, I feel, um, in terms of just the way that that's kind of been uh, all played out, rather. Um, but, yeah, it's you know, up the African teams, man. Like, yeah, it, Morocco, they – in any PK shootout, which we only had two now, but there's been a distinctive thing that happens is as soon as the keeper saves the second PK, mm. that mental advantage just yeah. like becomes a whole entire mountain. It's like yeah. the, the other team caves and literally that's what happened on both times. Uh, I'm not saying play a lot of numbers like that, but I'm just <laughs> like there. there's something that I'm seeing consistently happen now where like I can't wait. But this whole World Cup, um, it's kind of been the World Cup of destiny. You've got the last dance whole storyline with uh, CR7 and Messi, uh, who both remain in the tournament. Yeah. Now you've got Pele on his deathbed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and Brazil are just like looking like absolute like mon stars, if you will. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's. It, I, I, I don't know how this really turns out because then you got France who are like, yeah, we're going to win this again. Right. We're half our team gone. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I, I think I had, <laughs> I had Belgium winning this, this tournament, <laughs> like finally coming good. But now that that's like all done, um, I, I think it's got to be Brazil and France, even though I, I'd hate to see France get upset by England. Um, Oof. But the thing is, no, nobody's really paying attention. At least, and I don't feel like I agree. talking about. I this, agree. I agree. Is with France, like Mbappe's got five goals. Giroud is not the the next person, but the third person. I think he's tied on three, which is it, it, the list just goes on. Mm -hmm. But in terms of total goals for their country, Griezmann is like ten goals behind Giroud. I think he's on like forty two. So like people are want to not, talk about a resurgence. I'm, yeah, it, the the team goes deep in terms of goal scoring. Like and, and Mbappe is taking all the news and all the punditry right now, but they can score goals from anywhere, and that's yeah. that's a big thing. I think Richarlison is scoring all you know all of Brazil's well, goals currently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll see if Neymar steps back in the fold. Right. Argentina hurt. is Argentina. Mm -hmm. Portugal is now functioning without CR7. Yeah, they're playing and better so, without him. Yeah. Yeah, and I think Ramos with the hat Bro, trick. Wow, yeah. yeah. Coming in clutch. But I feel I feel like the the Brazil uh the Brazil uh side as she said it hasn't been as competitive as the other side. Like yeah, you beat Japan, you beat South Korea like No disrespect, I feel like great storyline that they made it to the next round. I don't think they they had any chance playing against the teams. Japan did penalties, but whatever. Like the teams that were supposed to be here are now here. So I feel now it's like now the World Cup is the World Cup. It's gonna right. get to these good games are gonna happen. Uh, and I, and going back to Belgium, I think Belgium like lost the World Cup 
the minute they wore those fire uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> the Guy Fieri. The Guy Fieri, bro. I, I, remember, I, I remember those those shirts being sold in the Swami in like in the early 2000s. All right, conspiracy number 38. Yeah. <laughs> it's the jerseys. <laughs> yeah, we got right under refs. Uh, Braz- no, uh, the best ref has been the Salvadorian guy. What's up? <laughs> the best ref has been the Salvadorian guy. Uh, right yeah. the, Salvadorian guy. <laughs> the countryman. The, yeah. Right. Yeah, but uh, so so going back to going going to Belgium. Um, so obviously, you know, Denmark, Germany, Belgium. A lot of people um, had them at least advancing past the group. Um, there's been a lot of talk. I mean, with the World Cup expanding to to 48 teams in in, in 26, um, there's been a lot of talk. I mean, Italy missed out this year because they lost to North Macedonia. Which I mean, like, come on, like you can't you can't say that that UEFA needs more teams in like more births into the World Cup when Italy's out here losing to North Macedonia. And I mean, Colombia's not in it. Peru's not in it. You know, like in South America and, and Africa, the, like the, the, it's, it's grueling, you know, like it's, it's a tough, it's a tough beat. But, um, and then now you see with, with these, some of these quote unquote powerhouses, you know, Belgium's fraudulent golden generation bound out of a tournament again. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on expanding the tournament now um, in from from um, thirty two to, to to forty eight? It's a money grab. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. So one of our um, affiliate podcasts under the umbrella under the the two cent uh, umbrella is um, uh, for jeez uh, for freedom, uh, walk for freedom, and Jermaine Scott is a uh, doctor. Jermaine Scott. He, he talked about a lot of the politics involved in the in the game. And uh, this World Cup, FIFA made like a billion dollars just off of Fox and Telemundo alone. Mm. And it's like crazy kind of money without even like doing anything. Right. And then just duplicate that by however many nations or countries um, that they, you know, decided to reward viewership rights to for so that we can all watch this magical tournament and the convenience of our home or, or wherever. And I was looking at the bracket, the way that it needs to work out for 2026. So it's, it's, I was initially thinking that it would be five teams and the same format of, you know, br- uh, group stages. Right. But now that the, t- um, it goes back to the statement that uh, Arsene Wenger made, he says that there will, this will never happen again, where you have a world cup, and the stadiums, there's six stadiums and they're all, it's like 13 miles apart. Like that's from yeah. a fan supporter uh, perspective, kind of a, a dream. You can right. go to like, there's been so many rails where people are like, I've gone to every match, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they're making like great blog worthy content. But in the reality of it, that'll on I don't think it'll ever happen again. Yeah. Because like, it's just so spread out now. So we've got 16 host cities for 26 and that's the way it's going to break down with the group stages from what I've seen from the pre FIFA brackets, it'll be three teams, 16 um, times 16. So then you could just, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, but, but FIFA is such an unimpeachable organization. Like you, you wouldn't think that they would do something like this, you know, they're looking like the NCAA right now. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's about the money grab. Cause yeah. if they were willing to the let money. Qatar build stadiums. And yeah. literally just have like a sixty thousand uh, a temporary yeah, stadium. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's all part of the the global initiative to sustainability. You know, all these right. keywords they want to throw out. 
but like and I'm, I'm i like the 974 shipping container right. stadium just because i i have like a aspiration to build a shipping container home in like a couple of years or so that'd be a yeah. cool okay. thing those are yeah um, those are, those are aren't sweet. they knocking that one down though like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. it's, it's a temporary yeah. one yeah. it's like yeah, a temporary comes down. one um but i think send like at the end of the day it's just going to be you know like if you go to this huge money grab for the group stages that's where they make all their money and now they've got this spread between 16 cities in a couple different countries and it's just going to be money times oh money for um the viewership for america canada and mexico so like yeah that that's so much money right there alone yeah. like they yeah. they've got their bag they've tripled it and they're like, yeah, let's 48 teams. Sounds great. Let's do it. Let's do it again. <laughs> it's it's like uh, they're 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 sipping from the same tea that Garber is. Honestly, right, right. Yeah. Um, before we go, I know Julio, you got some. You have some questions that you're trying Definitely. to ask. Um, um, these these guys. Uh, why don't you fire some off real quick? All right. First question: Best jersey of the World Cup. The one that's jumping out to me, like if you just ask me that and the first one that jumps out and pops in my head is the the black South Korea. Mm, mm. Yeah. The 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 uh the bus seat. <laughs> yeah, the, the, bus the, seat the charter bus uh, the bus seat joints. <laughs> that's amazing. I was thinking the 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 uh, the South Korea one as well. I'm a long sleeve fan and that was the first one that I was like, mm, yeah, long yeah. sleeve. Yeah. Biggest surprise of the World Cup. Japan on Croatia. Oh, yeah. That was heartbreaking. Yeah. That's how I want the U.S. team to play. Brave, fearless. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. If the U.S. played like Japan does, we would, we'd be in the next Japan round. Japan is in a completely different league, though. Japan let us know before the world. And they smacked us. They, they smacked us. They smacked when us. They, yeah. Not even close. When they ran circles around us, that they were the real deal. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm not surprised by them. I'm very surprised, in, not even just with Japan, but especially with Spain, with are you guys even practicing penalty kicks? Like, is that a yeah. thing with practice? Because that's been atrocious. You guys yeah. played 120 minutes of great football, but when it really came time to, to – uh, make it count. You guys completely yeah. crap the bed. Right. So there's been some I'm there's been some terrible well. PKs that yeah. have been taken. This, this penalties the the entire yeah. time. Messi took a bad penalty. Well, like, Lewandowski Messi, Lewandowski was doing penalty? a yeah, yeah Lewandowski was doing a TikTok Yo, dance out there. Oh my god, that was Jordan terrible. Jordan Ayew took ones like oh <laughs> my god yeah yeah. I, so clearly penalties are not being practiced. Um, at it at all uh, but to answer your question the biggest surprise of the tournament so far um there's a lot going you, there's a lot you could say just the disappointing teams that have crashed out denmark germany that 30 seconds where germany and spain were both eliminated mm -hmm. <laughs> uh there's been there's been a lot of drama but i guess i mean honestly right now if i had to just pick one it'd have to be morocco getting as far mm -hmm. as they have being the only african team mm -hmm. uh to get as far as they have i think that speaks a lot for the you know for the confederation right. um to beat a powerhouse like Spain as well. Um, I, you know, I'm very surprised and I don't think anybody had them getting this far. And I mean, sky's the limit. They're playing with house money at this point. So go crazy. All right. Uh, who's going to win the whole world cup? 
one name, not a lot of thought. And who, first thing that comes to your mind? Throw it out there. Throw it out there. Brazil. Yeah, I think the the Pele factor is too strong for me at this point. And those guys are not only playing with the wealth of filthy skill that they have on the, on the field and the bench, <laughs> but now they're playing with the emotional aspect mm -hmm. of it, where this this means something like 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 it did for Suarez when he did the handball, you know, in uh, 24, uh, 2010, um, like it like it meant for Maradona, like I'm willing to cheat just to sacrifice to get to the next. And I, I, I wouldn't put it past them. If they go against um, Argentina, which probably would be the the matchup, I I, I wouldn't put it past them. You know, like derail Messi's dreams, who cares? Like this is, <laughs> this is for Pele. We yeah. got the whole you know the whole and, and Brazil comes with such expectations. Every international tournament, anyway. I think this is the full circle. All right, one thing that football is for the culture. identity um if i had to say one word that's you know people um give their entire lives to this game put their blood sweat and tears into this sport i mean i know i certainly do i know i've made the greatest some of the greatest friendships relationships people that i can call family is through this sport um when i discovered this sport um, sheesh, almost 20 years ago now, um, as you, you were talking about Terry Henry, um, just a little bit about me, um, that's how I discovered the game. I had a friend who used to play FIFA in high school. He used to smack me with Terry Henry <laughs> and Arsenal, and I had no idea who they were. And then we started watching the games and I, you know, and I fell in love with the sport and I've truly cultivated great friendships, brotherhoods, sisterhoods people I can truly call family into the sport. And I know I do, I, you know, spend my every day trying to make this world a better place through this sport for sure. So. That was deep. I love that. <laughs> same, same question. I want to say maybe like integration. Um, mm. For me, my, I fell out of love with the sport and back in love. And it was nice to see, when I fell back in love, it was because I um, I saw a team full of black players balling, and that was just Diede Drogba and Chelsea and Sanelka, yeah, yeah. mm -hmm. um, Solomon Kalou, and you know like Essien, like a lot of the Ramirez, a lot of the players that people don't really talk about nowadays. But for me, that was like the second the second honest of the the beautiful game, and uh, now to see that at a clear presence at almost every national team they're they're integrating where everyone doesn't look the same yeah and i'm, I'm all about the swirl baby so and oh, uh, this yeah, is just yeah. a person this is a personal question better rap scene dmv or atlanta no they, they had the early thousands unlocked so yeah you're right <laughs> Yeah, no, who do we have? What, what, Wale? I mean, shoot, that's the only person I can think of from around here. But Atlanta has literal legends yeah. in the game. So, yeah, no, nah, not even going to uh, try to fight that. All right, last one. Is one twee one Tweezy still off the easy? Is <laughs> it Jermaine Dupree line? Oh, welcome to Atlanta. <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> 
All right, John. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I <laughs> <laughs> haven't been there. All right, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, we're, we're out of time, but um, we really appreciate y'all both for, for coming on. Uh, we're big fans of, of For the Culture and, and the whole Two Cents umbrella, really. Um, but um, everything y'all do, you know, um, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be tapped in. We'll be keeping, uh, keeping uh, uh, tabs on that. But um, Devin Pugh, TK Edmondson, thank you so much for joining the show. Uh, for, for Julio Monterosa, Bridget Flores, I'm Ramsey Abushala. This has been the Urban Pitch Podcast, Beautiful Game of Life, part of the Believe Network. Uh, we'll drop uh, all the uh, two cents, or uh, sorry, for the culture uh, podcast links, the social media links in the show notes and the description. Um, so y'all make sure to follow them, subscribe to their podcast, do all that. Um, thank, appreciate y'all for tapping in with us. Uh, we'll, we'll be back with more episodes next week. Um, but until then, uh, we'll catch y'all later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.